0: what the fuck how come every time I'm, I'm about to do that i forget like what episode we're on what Episode are we on? eight. Oh my god what's up everybody welcome back to episode eight of just j the podcast this is gonna be like the christmas eve special i guess because it's dropping on christmas eve um i have a lot of cool stuff to talk about like i have a lot of notes i got a lot of shit okay first i want to start talking about i'm gonna it's like a continuation of what I was talking about last episode with like healing before the holidays and like trying to keep your Christmas spirit because I'm not gonna lie like last episode I was like oh I'm gonna get my shit together because I haven't been in the Christmas spirit and I love Christmas like I'm literally Santa Claus like but this year I'm giving very much Grinch like very much and it's really pissing me off because that's not even me like that's not even how how I move that's not even like that's not even me but I've been trying to like like I was saying last episode, I've been trying to, like, get my shit together and, like, get in the Christmas spirit, get in the New Year spirit. And it's just, like, very, very fucking hard because, like, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, like, a multitude of things that are, like, bothering me every day. But, like, it's getting easier for me to, like, keep my optimistic, like, mindset and shit, but it's still, like, really hard. And I decided that this week, because Christmas is literally, like, fucking tomorrow, basically in an hour. And then New Year's is, like in two days so I feel like this week I need to like lay low on the social media because I've been realizing social media has a really really big effect on one's mental health and their perception of reality because when we're on social media you know you everybody portrays a different life on social media than they would in real life so when we're on social media we see people with money we see people with their houses their cars the lives that they always wanted and it's just like When you're not in the position that you want to be in life, it kind of has you looking like, damn, like, everybody else got that shit. Like, why can't I have that? And it's really social media's perception of warping your reality. And I feel like Young Thug had posted, like, a a video maybe a couple weeks ago. I was like, I I hate being on social media because it makes me depressed. And I totally can relate because it'd be making me, like, so sad. Like, because I know, first of all, Majority of the people on there is faking the, faking the funk, acting like they got a whole different lifestyle when they don't. Second of all, it's just a lot of unrealistic expectations that social media has like portrayed and emphasized. And I feel like I definitely need to like chill off with social media right now and in the next two weeks because it's just like, I really, really, really need to get my mental together. And although that's what I've been trying to work on this entire month, I really, really need to put that shit in overdrive right now because it's time. Like like I said, I don't want to bring any negativity into 2022. Like, this is my life. I want my life to be happy. I want to be peaceful. I I don't want to be worried about the same shit all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want shit to get better for me. And I feel like me focusing on my mental health would be really, really, really important right now. So that's what I'm going to do. And, yeah. I just, I feel like that's what everybody should do. Social media, I think... We have gotten comfortable with oversharing our entire lives and we let people in too much. We let people know way too much about our lives on social media. And it's like, where's the fun in that? I feel like I want a life that's peaceful, quiet. I want to lay low, stack my bread, get my shit together, and pop out when I want to pop out and have niggas like, oh, since when? You feel me? Like, I don't, I think because my podcast pretty much stems around social media now because that's how I promote it and that's how I get the word out. Like, I've fallen into the social media trap and I feel like if I didn't have to promote my business to social media, I would delete all my pages because like, I just, it's just a lot. It's really, really a lot. And I just feel like I need to take a break from that shit. So yeah. Another topic I also want to talk about was limiting your love. I don't, okay, I don't know really what made me want to talk about this but I feel like it's it's literally been like on my mind every day so I'm just like let me talk about it on the show like let me get that shit off my chest whatever and it's crazy because whatever like is going on in my life or whatever bothers me like when I talk about it on the show it's just like it feels like a weight is lifted off my shoulders and I just like I love that for me but limiting your love when I say limiting your love a couple months ago well actually earlier this year not even a couple months ago it's been a minute now Earlier this year, I had met someone and I really, really liked him. Like, he was really cool, really chill. gave me, like, there was a lot of similarities in the both of us. Looking back now, I know at the time, like, I was 100% not ready for a relationship. I was going through a lot of, I wouldn't say issues, but a lot of things in my life that I had not yet processed or healed from. So there was no way I was ready to be in a relationship, but the way I liked this person, I knew that I would put in the work, the extra work to really heal from the things that I had behind the scenes in order to be like present for him. You know what I'm saying? But he had told me like, you know, cause honestly, like our stories aren't that different. Like we both went through crazy toxic ass relationships and he had just gotten out of his. So his mindset is like, yo, like I'm just trying to chill. I'm trying to find myself. I'm trying to turn up. I'm trying to be lit. I'm trying to do other shit that's not related to relationships. And I get it because like, you know, we were at two different places in our healing, I feel like. So when it came to relationship stuff, I was totally healed. Like my past relationships don't affect me no more because I've done the work for them. I've been, I've done the crying. I've done the self-talk. I've done the self-love. I've done all that. I'm past that shit. So I don't really give a fuck about that shit. But other people, you know, are at different stages in their healing and in their process than I am. So I had to realize that and He had told me, like, you know, I'm not really ready for a relationship and, like, I don't want this to go too far and then I end up fucking with your head and all that shit. I immediately had to stop talking to him. Because, one, well, first of all, I loved his communication. I loved how, like, straightforward he was about it. Like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, I fuck with you. There's a vibe there. But, like, I don't want to, I don't want nothing serious or, like, toxic right now. I totally understand that. I'm not saying that that's what I wanted either. But, Limiting my love is an issue for me. And I think that's the one experience that taught me that I don't want to do that. That's kind of probably why I haven't really, like, talked to anyone seriously in a long-ass time. Because I don't want to limit myself. Like, I would say at this point in my life, I've done a lot of work. A lot of shadow work, a lot of behind the scenes, all that. So, if a relationship came to me, and it was with somebody that I really fucked with, and it was mutual... Sure, but I don't want to go into something knowing that I have to limit how I fuck with you, knowing that I have to, okay, this nigga might not be on the same time as me, so I gotta control my feelings, I gotta, you know, control my, nah, bro, that's just not, I've come to the realization that's just not the type of woman I am, like, if I'm gonna fuck with somebody, I'm gonna fuck with somebody wholeheartedly, if I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna love you with everything that I have because that's just how my heart works like I don't do that half ass love shit I'm either in or I'm out so if I feel like I have to limit how I love you or how I fuck with you I don't want to fuck with you that's that stresses me out like literally like if I fuck with somebody and then, then like it's like oh I don't want a relationship though okay what I what like what am I doing then I don't like that sneaky link shit I don't like that fucking friends with benefits shit that doesn't that doesn't fit the description of me no i'm never going to be no nigga sneaky link ever again that shit is fucking whack truthfully not my thing and like i said if i have to limit how i fuck you i don't want to fuck with you like i'm not saying like when i first start talking to somebody i immediately want a relationship obviously not obviously you got to learn that person and all that shit but don't put a limit on me on where this shit could go that's just what really the gist of it don't limit me for nothing because I over love, I over, I, I am just, I have an abundance of love to give. Don't make me limit that shit. Cause I'm not going to want to give you anything really. So that's just how I feel. I don't know that limiting yourself shit. No, bro. no. So I have to like, if I'm okay, let me give you a perfect example. If I'm fucking with somebody and I have to like, I really want to talk to you. I'm the type of person, like I said, two episodes ago. If I feel something or if I have something to say, I'm going to say it all the time because I'm not about to have that on my heart when I know I want to say that shit. No, I'm going to say it. So if I'm fucking with you and I happen to miss you and I feel like, oh, I can't text this nigga. I ain't heard from him in a minute. I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying too hard. I don't want to fuck with you. If the energy is not like equal and reciprocated and like we both telling each other. That's why, like, in the beginning, when I, before I do anything with a nigga, I'm like, okay, what are, what are your intentions? Where is this going? Like, what's going on here? Because I don't want, I don't like to be like following a nigga's lead and I don't know where I'm going, really. And it's like, cause I got to clean up that mess, not you. My feelings are going to get hurt. I'm going to be sad, not you. And I got to deal with that shit. I got to pick up the pieces for everything that's hurt me ever in my life. So I don't, let me know what you, what you fucking with. Let me know what you fucking with before you fuck with me, okay? Because I felt really good to say that. (laughs) I felt really good to say that. I don't know. I don't understand if I'm like, maybe I like over feel things or maybe like my emotions are like really heightened and my heart is just like a different type of heart. I don't know why God happened to give me the one that felt the most, but I guess I'll take it. Sure. I don't know if that's just me. I don't get it, but whatever, I don't know. I also, on this episode, I also wanted to, like, talk about the importance of, like, knowing. Because, like, for me, I've been single for, like, over a year now. It's been a minute for me. I'm, honestly, I'm not complaining. I've grown to love to be by myself. I've grown to love to be in my solitude. I'm a Taurus. Like, I've been saying this is a tourist stand account, okay. We like to be by ourselves. Our misery doesn't like company. We can do everything by ourselves. We are independent fucking creatures. But at the same time, of course we want to be loved. Of course we want to, you know, give love to other people. Because one thing about Taurus is in general, we have a lot of love. Our hearts are really, really big. Like, we love doing shit for people. We love spending time with people. I'm a hopeless romantic. So... Yes, I enjoy being single, I enjoy being by myself, but at the same time, I always, of course I want somebody for myself. Of course I want my own person. I'm not trying to do that toxic shit no more. I don't want to have to deal with a nigga cheating on me, and I don't want to have to deal with a nigga making me feel like I have to compete for other bitches. Nah, bro. Why the fuck can't it be, like, easy? Love is not supposed to be hard. I don't know, that's why I... On my niggas ain't shit episode, this is what I was talking about. Like, I feel like niggas make it way too hard. And like, if you don't want to fuck with this woman for all that she is and be like a stand-up guy and do what you're supposed to do, don't do it. I don't understand why guys do shit with women or be in relationship with women just to fuck it up. What was the point of that? You could have left her alone. You could have left this independent badass bitch alone to find her soulmate. Why you had to come in and fuck shit up? Because you're in the way of her husband. I don't know if you know. Like I'm so happy I'm not a man because like that, men's brains just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But whatever, I just want to be a bad bitch and not a fuck boy. Anyway, also wanted to talk about. I had went to because you know your Snapchat has all your fucking um, memories. So I wanted to go. Th- I went through my Snapchat memories of 2020 and 2021 because I I've never really looked back on the past two years because I feel like the past two years have been really crazy for everybody and. It's just been, it's like flown by. So I feel like we haven't really got a chance to really look back on everything that we went through. So I literally wrote down everything that I went through in 2020 and in 2021 and compared them. And I just want to say, I have literally, 2020 was the start of my bad bitch journey. 2020 was the start of my self-love journey. That was the start of me really becoming a Jayla, I think. Like for the woman that she is, you know what I'm saying? Because in 2020, like, not only did the pandemic happen, Miss Rona came to visit us and never fucking left. I left a really, really toxic relationship in 2020. And I think I had emotionally checked out of that relationship in 2019. really. But I had given him another chance because literally on New Year's, he was like, yo, like, well, I'll give you everything. Like, let's just be happy. Let's do this again. Like, let me try again. And me being the forgiving, loving person that I am, I tried again. Like a dumbass bitch. I'm honestly not even mad though because I, like I said, I checked out in 2019. So whatever he did to me in in 2020 while we were trying to build this new relationship, it only lasted three months because that nigga was just fucking doing any fucking thing. And it was just like, yeah, no. So it didn't even last that long. But when it did come to a complete end, I was already gone, really. Like, I think it was just the history and the bond that we had that kept me there. Because I always thought, like, I'm never going to find this bond with anybody. Because low-key, we were, we were best friends before we were anything. And I feel like that'd be the best relationships. Because when you're best friends, you learn somebody. Like, you know somebody, really. And then if it, like, develops into a relationship, that's even better. Because, like, that's your best friend. So I feel like it was just a... In the beginning, shit was great. And I think I always held on to that bond and, like, the history that we had. Because, like, that was where I was comfortable when you're comfortable, you don't like to make changes. You don't like to change your environment or the people that you fucking with because it's you're comfortable there. So I feel like when I actually left, I was so lost. I was so sad. I haven't I hadn't really spent a holiday by myself without this person in a while. So like when we had broken up like it was just a lot of shit. It was just a lot that like I had to get used to. I had to get used to doing everything by myself and I think that was really a major adjustment for me, and that might have been the hardest part. Like, because when you mentally check out of something, like as women, we know when it's time to go, but because of our comfortability and the circumstances, we stay a little bit longer. Just because it's like, damn, like I'm already checked out of this, checked out of this relationship, but at the same time, I still love this nigga. So it's just like, damn. But I think as women, when you finally decide to detach yourself from a man, this should be hard for a minute because it's just like, damn, like I'm really. I really have to get back on my independent shit. Like I have to completely like not forget about the shit that I went through, but I have to remove this man and all of the memories that we created from my life right now, because it's not serving me. It's not making me happy. It's not doing nothing for me. So I got to let it go. And I think when I finally realized that for myself, I was the mo- I created the most powerful creature I could have ever created because I think that nigga really, really thought that I was never going to leave. And that nigga really, really thought that I wasn't going to boss up on his ass. And that pisses me off because you, he already—he always knew I was different. That's all, that's all niggas say to me. Oh, you're different. You're so different. Your vibe is different, nigga. I know. I wake up every day with this different vibe. I know. Okay? I know. But I think he always thought that I was dependent on him. And I was for a while. But I think... When I finally let that shit go, and I was like, "Okay, nigga, now I'm about to really make these boss ass moves," it kind of had him like, "Oh, this bitch serious? Yeah, baby, I'm serious. I'm going." So, definitely think that was one of the most vital things that I went through in 2020 because, like, even my friends, like Jada, she hated this man, like, because she was there. She was there to pick me up. She was there when I was sad she was there you know she went through it all with me like literally and when I would bring him up like she hated talking about him hated doing all that and when I when I finally was like you know what bitch I'm over it she was really happy for me she's like bro literally to this day I'll bring him up or like we'll talk about him and she's like ill bitch like I'm so happy you got out of that I never thought you would get out talks relationships really be crazy but anyway That was, in 2020, was my last time being, like, on campus in my dorm room at school. I remember I packed my shit for spring break in March. Never went back. Like, literally never went back. Like, maybe a couple months later, they, like, called me and was like, yo, you gotta come get your shit. So, like, the last time I literally was in my dorm room was in 2020. That shit is sad to me because, like, I was just starting to get... I was starting to really, really, really like fuck with my school and fuck with my my little room and fuck with my little group of people that I fucked with, which was really like three people. Listen, when you're a New York bitch and you go move to New Jersey and you around all these Jersey bitches, Jersey bitches are weird. I'm so sorry to say this, but they're weird. They're weird. They're mixy. That New York, nah, New Yorkers don't do that. We don't do that. So I was just not fucking with y'all. But whatever, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, my twentieth birthday was cool. My mom did the, you know how when Rona first started, everybody was doing the drive-by birthday parades? My mom did that for me. Got to experience that. That was cool. I was really fucked up. though. Whatever. There was a lot of friendships that I was going through my story that I realized that ended. And the friendships that I thought, like, would last forever and friendships that I've had for a long-ass time, I feel like in 2020, a lot of people showed me their true colors. Even in 2021, because I lost one of the, one of, how do I say this, like, someone that I really really fucked with from like the sandbox and I never thought that I would have to leave that bitch in the dust but I had to because it just our lives wasn't aligning like she wasn't on the same timing I was on I was trying to better my life and bitches was trying to stay stagnant I couldn't do that my I have better I have more things for my life oh it's 11 11 bitch I called 11 11 I'm giving karisha hold on let me make my wish real quick Okay, <laughs> all I heard was Carisha in my head. But anyway, if y'all don't know that TikTok, please get on TikTok. Okay, get y'all shit together. Um, what else happened in 2020? Yeah, friendships that I thought would last forever didn't. That was 2020. Was the last like time I got to spend with my uncle. My uncle, actually, I talked about him for my criminal injustice video. And when he gets out, boy, it's up is up because I'm. I can't wait to have him on here to talk mad shit. But my uncle now um got sent to prison in 2020. When it comes to like my family members going to prison, because like I had, I've had a couple of my uncles go to prison. Like you know, I've I've done the letters, I've done the jail visits, I've done all that. It doesn't really affect. Well, I can't say that because the last jail visit that I had with my uncle kind of really affected me because like I have done jail visits because like I'm a criminal justice major so in my undergrad my school took us to like you know visit the jails talk to the inmates all that shit super cool experience like you know I feel like a lot of people a lot of inmates get the bad rep for the things that they do but deep down they really really are good people and I think a lot of people forget that they're actually still people even though they you know do bad shit Because a lot of them are in there and they've been there for years, so they've had the time to process what they've done. They've had the time to heal from it. So, like at that point, like the people that I, the men that I spoke to, were so well spoken, so smart, so dedicated to like do different shit while they were in there. I had never actually been to visit a family member, so I think the visit was cool. But like when it was time to say goodbye and I had to walk this way and he had to walk back to his cell, that shit was just really, really, really sad. But I definitely have been through the criminal justice system with the people in my family before. I've been, I've done that before. They've been in and out my whole life. So I know what that's like, but as I, I feel like as I'm older, there's so many things that I wish he could have been here for that he wasn't like my graduation or my 21st birthday, my 21st birthday party. He would have fucking loved that. Okay. Like he was a life of the party. He's always a life of the party. And. I just think there's a lot of shit that I wish he could have seen in 2021 that I know he would have loved to see. But yeah, he went away. Um, Then the George Floyd shit happened. The protests started really, really becoming something that everybody was involved with. The Black Lives Matter movement was really, really heavy. It still is, but it was just really, really... I think George Floyd really lit a match under all of our asses to really do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I, I think... Twenty twenty I realized I had started traveling a lot. I think that was the point in my life where I realized traveling and making new friends with I mean, not even making not making new friends because I don't like making new friends. Traveling and making new memories with people that you love is so important. Like memories are everything. Like that's one thing that I hope a lot everybody that's in my life that I've given them because I feel like all of my friends, we've done some really, really cool shit together, and I feel like I love that we have those memories to look back on, and I feel like throughout my life, that's what I want people to look back on, look, look at me for. Like, the memories I had with her were mad cool. Like, we had mad fun. Like, I'm just so fun. Like, I like to do adventurous, outgoing shit. So, yeah. Zoom University started. I was fucking back at home, doing school, over fucking Zoom, the shittiest shit ever. Wasn't fun for me. But I got through it. I got through with that shit. My grades were really, really good, surprisingly. Because like once, I feel like once you go from in-campus learning to online, it just it's just like a different learning style. Like that shit, I don't, I really couldn't tell you a lot of the stuff that I learned that semester. Or this semester for that matter because I was online too. And I hate to say it, but. Then we have 2021. 2021, I started off 2021 with COVID, first of all. That shit was whack. I was just really sad. Like, I wasn't, I don't think I was as sick as other people were, but I was just sad because I didn't want to be the person that my friends got it from or my family. I think that was the saddest part. Like, the fact that I could have potentially, like, affected my family and my friends was the worst part for me, like, truthfully. But that goes to show, like, how big my heart is and how, like, serious i am about the people that i love because i don't ever want to put them in the position to be hurt or be like sad like i was like that shit was really sad like having to be by yourself for like 10 days locked in your room can't even walk around your crib and say what's up to your mom really like that shit was whack like i didn't really have no appetite my dad was forcing me to eat i literally ate chicken nuggets and french fries for days at a time because that's really all i wanted and like my dad kept trying to make me eat shit and it was just like i don't want this shit like especially because i couldn't taste it so I'm like, what the fuck? I'm eating this shit, and I don't even know what the fuck it is. Like, I remember he was giving me pineapples, strawberries, all that shit. Like, mad fruit to, like, get my, you know, immune system up. I'm like, Dad, like, I don't, this is not, it doesn't, it's not good for, like, I don't, I don't want it. I can't fucking taste it. I don't even know, like, what the fuck? If I was blind, I would have no idea what I was eating. But got through that, like a real bitch, like everything else I get through. Then I had my 21st surprise party, bro. First of all, my mom snapped on that whole party. That party was amazing, okay? Okay me and my friends were up to like 3 a.m at my house like it was the best party ever and the crazy part about it is my bitch ass did not know anything about it i had no idea literally like i dead ass had no clue that's how that's how on top of this my mom was like i literally had no idea i walked in and niggas were saying surprise i'm like what the fuck i saw everybody like when i tell you this woman had every one of my friends a lot of our family, like she had it decorated all orange. Like it was amazing. I was like, yo, like how did I not see this coming? Cause I'm usually, I'm very nosy. I'm very curious. I'm very like, you know, in everybody's business, how the fuck I didn't see that coming. But yo, pulled it off. It was great. It was fucking amazing. Then I think like a month later I had got my bachelor's degree and the, both of those achievements, like accomplishments in my life, I was going through some really crazy shit with like my health, and like I had really no idea until my graduation, really. So I think my graduation moment kind of, I don't wanna say that it it got stolen away from me, but I feel like i wasn't I wasn't as present for my graduation because I was really going through some really walky, crazy shit. And, I like, the night before my graduation, we, me and my mom and my little brother had got a hotel room because my graduation, my school was in New Jersey, so we wasn't driving all that shit that morning because it would be mad traffic and I would have been late. So we got a telly the night before, and, like, I remember I was decorating my, crap, my cap, and I was just bawling because, like, I was really going through mad shit. And I remember my mom felt so bad for me because she's just like, bro, like, you're supposed to be so happy. Like, you did all this work, and, like, you're so sad. And I just feel like, yeah, that moment definitely was bittersweet for me because I was happy as fuck that I finished school and, like, I was making everybody proud. But at the same time, like, I wasn't really happy internally. So it was really hard for me to, like, bask in that moment like I wanted to. So, yeah, that's, like, I, I almost want to cry right now because, like, I'm so, I'm grateful that I got that moment. But I'm pissed because, like, I wish I wasn't going to do what I was going to do. But I was it just made me stronger at the end of the day. Everything that I've been through has made me stronger, so I'm not really, I'm not really sad, and I'm not really, I don't really feel sorry for myself, but at the same time, it's just like, damn, that one moment, I was really, really, I waited for that shit forever, like, when that moment comes, it's just like, damn, like, I've done a lot of shit, you know, like, that shit was a really good moment for me, but, I don't know, anyway, then I did my podcast, my podcast came out, everybody loved the idea, Um, my podcast dropped august 13th of 2021 so it literally just made four months on december 13th so i think i've done a lot of good shit with my podcast like yeah like wow yeah i, I don't even know what to say about my podcast because it's just like like it's speaking for itself my following is growing my, my episode is getting better and better like i'm just really working i feel like um along with my podcast, I had traveled a lot in 2020 and 2021. So I had met a lot of new people like, okay, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna stop talking about this. But can we, I met Jay Critch. Are we kidding me right now? That's like, what? I literally met Jay Critch, bro. And he literally knows who I am. Like, are we kidding? Anyways, but I met so many people like, I've met so many people this year in like crazy ass ways. Like, The way that I meet people is never like, it's never like, oh, I ran into him at the coffee shop. No, it's like we went skydiving and ended up on the same fucking parachute and like became besties because we're both born the same day. Like it just be crazy, drastic situations like that that I meet people, and I think that's really, really cool. Honestly, my life is just like a fucking movie. But I got a new job. I changed my work environment like three times. Um, I was a front end manager at Shoprite. Um, in the beginning of 2021 and I remember I was working a full-time job and then going to ShopRite right after on top of doing school just because like one the money was my motivation and two like I had to do what I had to do to make a life for myself really and I was so unhappy because I hated my nine to five and I hated having to work at night at ShopRite don't get me wrong I loved ShopRite ShopRite was my first my first real job like I had that all through high school and even when I would come back home for college like I would go back to shop right so I had learned so much there like I was moving up in my position like every all the time like literally so that was definitely a good first job for me but then I went to my full-time position and I feel like I only did that really for the money like I, I hated it it was a lot of work it was a lot of it was it was kind of in the medical fields and in kind of like gave very much medical and very much like I don't want to say accountant because it wasn't really like that, but there was a lot of numbers. it was a lot of math. There was a lot of just shit that I'm not into. Like, it was no criminal justice area at all. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not really fucking with this. But the money was great, so I was doing it. But had to leave that shit, and I left ShopRite because it was just, like, the two jobs and getting my undergrad was way too much for me. Like, it was way too much. I was barely sleeping. I was always at work. It was just, you know. But the new job that I have now... I think it's perfect for me and my lifestyle because it just works. It's literally 5 minutes from my house. The people that I work with, I love. Like I never thought that my environment would be changing so much throughout this year, but it has, and I'm so grateful for where it has come to because where it was, I was I wasn't happy. So, to do a full circle moment now and see like everything that I have right now compared to what I had in the beginning of the year is very, 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 it feels very good for me. Then I got into John Jay, okay, after spending like, what, not even three years at FDU. I think graduating with, graduating high school with two years of my undergraduate completed was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself because like one, only smart bitches do that. That's crazy, first of all. And two, like graduating college early at 21 with a bachelor's degree about to work on my master's Like that just is my biggest flex, and like I'm so happy that I put in all the work through all these years to really change my life and change my situation for the better, really. Um. Yeah, I got into John Jay about to start that this month, or actually next month. I'm bugging, bugging, because what the fuck? Um, the end of next month I start that. I think 2021 and 2020 really, really started my self-love journey because, like I said, I left a toxic relationship. I had to really do everything by myself, figure out. I don't I didn't really remember who I was before this person. And I think I had to really find who I was and who I really want to be in this world. And I think that was my biggest push to do it, leaving that situation. So this, you know, the past 2 years really the past 2 years really started my self-love journey and started forcing me to get in tune with myself and how I felt really. So even despite all the negative shit that happened in those 2 years, The positives outweigh so much of the bad, and I'm so grateful that I'm still here, and I'm still, you know, pushing, I'm still doing the shit that I always said I was going to do, really. I have high hopes for 2022. I'm really, really, this week, I'm just going to focus on, like I said, no social media, you know, focusing on what upsets me, what makes me feel good, you know, and the things that upset me, I'm going to have to, i got to figure that out, and i got to get those things out of my life. 2022 is in like two weeks. Today is December 20th. Christmas is in five days. New Year's Eve is in 11 days, so that's not really much time for somebody to really get their shit together, which is why I'm happy I started in the beginning of the month, but Definitely the last two weeks of this year, I'm definitely going to be more isolated than I have been, which I don't even think is possible because I have been super isolated from everybody for literally the entire month. But I'm just going to, I have to continue to put myself first, really, like really looking back on everything that I've gone through and being appreciative of my strength, being appreciative of my drive to get through all this shit, being appreciative that I actually am sitting here today and I can literally look back and tell y'all what I've gone through. I remember in 2018 when my cousin died, like, I hate to say this, but this is really a true thought. In 2018 when my cousin died, I didn't think I was going to be alive to see 21. Like, I literally remember crying so hard in my dorm room bed because it's like damn am I gonna be alive for my 21st birthday like am I gonna get through this shit like and that's the craziest thought because I'm 21 sitting here right now embodied everything that was thrown my way like it's so crazy how low life or your mental health can make you feel and then years later you look back on it like damn like I never thought I was gonna get out of that and I did So I'm proud, like last two years, like I've done a lot. Like my business is growing. My business is doing really well, you know. And I'm learning a lot of life lessons that I don't think I would have gone through if I hadn't if I hadn't gone through all this shit, you know. So I'm very happy. Life is life is good. I just need to learn to master mental health.